Hello, Kelly. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for joining me today. I appreciate it. I know how busy you are. I know you literally just got off a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> That's normal, though, for you, right? The new normal, yes. Yeah, the new normal. Yeah, you're constantly, constantly busy. Uh, you're still doing, obviously, um, video um you're doing zoom counseling and you're also doing telephone uh counseling sessions as well correct yes yes okay well that currently office so yes so we're gonna actually talk about that today um obviously a lot of people do know you kelly um how long have you been with kelly mental health foundation um i've actually been pretty new at the foundation so i just became a board member a few months ago actually Okay. Um, I have been writing articles for the magazines um, and presenting seminars. So I've been involved that way for quite a while. Mm-hmm. I would say about uh, almost two years now. Oh, wow. And how long have you been with the clinic? Uh, almost two years. Almost two years, too. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, and so for any of you guys that don't know, Kelly is a registered uh, social worker. You also have your master's in social work too, correct? Yes. That's awesome. Um, I, th- I don't think I've ever actually asked you. Uh, today we're doing this a little d- but different. Linda's actually not joining us today, which seems so weird to me. Um, I was never <laughs> expecting to be like the co-host of this. But today, you know, I'll just, we'll just host it. We'll have a nice time. Um, why, what made you get into social work? Like what, like what kind of drew you in and made you want to get into counseling? I remember being in high school going, oh my gosh, what am I going to do with my future? (laughs) And I was like, you know what? I'm, I like helping people. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my friends always seem to kind of come to me for advice or. Yeah, they're drawn to, almost drawn to you, eh? Yeah, so I kind of figured that social work was kind of a natural way for me to go. And mm-hmm. then as I got into it and I started learning a lot more about it, I I loved it. I mean, it was something that actually interested me. It was something that I was good at. <laughs> and I just wanted to get into it to, yeah, help people. I think it might sound corny, but I think that if I'm here on this earth, I should be trying to better it in some way. I should be trying to help people and not just kind of living for me. I don't think that sounds corny at all. I think that sounds absolutely humble. Like, I think it sounds amazing. That's something, and I and I agree with you in a sense. Like, you know, giving back to to our, our earth if we can and, and the humans that are in it. You know, so I completely agree. I think that's really cool, and I know that a lot of people. You know, you have a lot of clients and you and you built a really strong, you know, rapport with the people that you do have. And so it shows, though, like it shows through everything that you do, how much you care about the actual, you know, counseling and trying to help people and everything. And it's really nice to see. So I was just curious. I, I don't think I've actually even asked you that. So I was like, I'm just I like to know things. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So you you mentioned we're going back to the office on Monday. Yes. How does this make you feel? <laughs> I actually, well, it depends. So part of me is looking forward to it, actually seeing some of my clients again, working in an office instead of my living room where I have to constantly tell people, I'm sorry if you hear snoring, but my beagle is sleeping on the couch behind me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of distracting sometimes, eh? Yeah, but I'm also not looking forward to, you know, having to do my makeup and hair and, you know, look decent. <laughs> <laughs> Putting on pants. Yeah. 
Um, so you kind of, so you mentioned, you know, that you are a part of you is excited to kind of go back and, and see the, see the clients and everything like that. Like, how has it been? So since you've been off, um, no, you're like, I know you're still, still working. Sorry. So since you've been away from the office, has, like, have you noticed a difference when it comes to like the actual, like, like your clients, like how you've obviously done now you do like the zoom meetings, um, like, like the sessions over zoom. And then you also do like the telephone, um, sessions and like, have you noticed like a difficult, like maybe it's a little bit more difficult, uh, like, like through your clientele, like, have they kind of mentioned anything? Like, are they excited to kind of maybe come back and see you? Yeah, pretty much everybody wants to come into the office. You know, I've really? been given that option. We can continue this way or you can come into the office. And a lot of people do want to come to the office because it is nice to have that kind of human interaction. And I mean, especially if you're on the phone, it's hard because you can't really see the other person. You know, you you know I'm listening, but it's kind of hard for me to show you that I'm listening <laughs> over yeah. the phone. Um, and for some people like me, myself, if I was to do a phone session, I probably wouldn't be the most comfortable just cause I'm usually not the most comfortable on the phone. This has kind of forced my hand and made me get comfortable on the phone. Um, but I understand that, you know, that's not something that people really want to do. Mm -hmm. I actually remember that very, like at the very beginning we were, it was myself, you and Linda, we were at uh, the remote office. And I remember us talking about telephone and like doing telephone sessions and how much you didn't want to do that. And I know I'm like, this really had to force you to do it, Uh, which is kind of cool in a sense, because it kind of, it got you under comfort, like like it pushed you, I guess. It did. It It helped me build up that skill that I do counseling through the phone now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not, obviously it wasn't under the greatest circumstance, like the greatest circumstances, you know, but it it still helped in a sense. Um, You know, and like, I know a lot of our, a lot of the team too, like everyone wants to go back. I think everyone just misses each other. Um, We had obviously like our office manager, um, she was uh, kind of popping in the office and she's been doing a lot there. Everyone's been kind of going in now lately and trying to get everything ready and set up and stuff. So we obviously have new protocols and procedures. So if you guys are listening um, and you have an upcoming appointment, expect a pre-screening phone call. We will be calling you. We'll provide you with more information. You, all your questions will be asked, but just expect that phone call and make sure not to enter the building. If you do come to your appointment, do not enter the building unless kind of told. So we're trying to obviously um, respect social distancing and keep everyone safe. All of uh, these instructions can be found on our Facebook and our Instagram page. So, and if you have questions, obviously reach out. Our number is literally everywhere. <laughs> and we have the phone on till five o'clock every day. Um, so, like I said, everyone's kind of excited to go back to work. <clears throat> but with that being said, there are some of us that are not looking forward to it. There's some fears and anxiety that come with this. Um, have you had or ha- have you talked to anyone, maybe one of your clients, if you can give an example, that's maybe returning to work that's struggling right now? Oh, absolutely. I have two friends who work in daycares. And oh, yeah. Yeah. And- they're trying to figure out how they're supposed to go back to work. Uh-huh. You know, how are you supposed to get kids to social distance? How are you supposed to protect not, not only the kids, but yourself too? I mean, especially with little kids, germ spread. Yeah, germ city with kids. We all know this. <laughs> Absolutely. 
So it makes sense that they're nervous about not only themselves, but them, their families and the kids there too. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> obviously, yeah, you know, I don't even think about daycare is never, I know it doesn't come to mind. I don't have kids, mm-hmm. but it's such a scary time. And you're right. How do you get kids to social distance? Um, you know, <clears throat> I know that the mall just recently reopened. And I was talking to uh, one of my close friends. I used to work part-time in retail for forever, actually. And I was talking to one of her, uh, like her last night, actually, a couple of them from my old uh, job. And they were talking about the masks. Ooh. And she hates wearing masks. And it's not just because, it's not just the choice of hers. It's not random. You know what I mean? She has anxiety and it is hard. She's also claustrophobic. And it's also, it's very hard and difficult, she's finding, to have that mask over her face. Yeah. Um, You know, and we kind of talked about that. I actually just did a post today um, discussing that a little bit further, to mask or not to mask. I know a lot of local businesses, oops, sorry. I know a lot of local businesses are obviously making it mandatory to wear a mask. And again, every opinion is different on this and we kind of are at a situation. So we obviously work um, through a trauma based kind of lens. And so we're kind of giving people the option. We're asking people to wear your mask to your appointment, but it's between the therapist and the client. And I can tell then I could see on social media that we kind of are getting a little bit of pushback. So what are your kind of like, like, what's your opinion on that? And like the whole mask thing in general? I think it should be encouraged, but not Mm -hmm. sorry. You know, there's been multiple posts coming out saying if you have asthma, you shouldn't wear a mask. Yes, I saw that. And like you said, the, the anxiety part, you Mm -hmm. know, a lot of people might not understand that if they don't have that anxiety and not anxiety, but trauma. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you've ever been in a situation in your life that was traumatic where you stopped breathing, you were at risk to stop breathing, that can instantly bring back those memories and those feelings and trigger a panic attack. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So and I think they are great. I don't think that, you know, the masks aren't going to save us. They can definitely help. Mm-hmm. But I think if everybody who doesn't have anxiety who can wear a mask is wearing a mask, mm-hmm. then that will really help everybody who can't wear a mask. I, um, so the friend that I was talking to, she ended up speaking to um, her, her head boss kind of thing and saying, you know, this is really difficult for us. So they ended up getting, they ordered them in the face shields. And apparently the face shields um, are a lot better Um and so she feels a lot better now. She's still struggling. It's not, it's, she has to take it off every so often. Yeah. I mean, it's such a, like the new normal, it's like, it's, this is going to be like this for a while, you know? And I think that, I think people are getting excited. A superb example, I have a friend, um, her fiance works at Kelsey's. They had a two hour wait to oh. get last night to go and eat at their patio. And I think, that scares me. Like I, when she told me that I was honestly like, wow, like people are that, I know that we've been kind of cut off from, you know, social events and social activities and stuff like that. But honestly, like 
I'm, I'm an extrovert. I love being social and going out and you would not be able to get me out of my house right now. if like you paid me the farthest I'm going is camp. Like I'm not ready to open myself up and go and sit at a patio. I understand that everyone is obviously trying to locally support. And I, I appreciate that too, but there has to be a happy medium here. Are you finding that like people aren't kind of respecting this anymore? Like what's your kind of thoughts on that, Kelly? Yeah. You know, you find people are still taking some people are still very nope staying in the house second waves coming can't mm-hmm. do that and then other people i find are just in the mindset where they're over it yeah where you're kind of you know you've been anxious you've been following everything for so long that because it has kind of become a new normal that that anxiety for you to catch it is gone away mm-hmm. now that everything's opening you kind of think oh look I'm, it'll be okay now I don't have that anxiety there telling me I should be afraid because it's been there for so long. It's just kind of naturally developed into the brain now. Yeah. So people I find are relaxing a lot and going about kind of their before normal daily lives. I know that's kind of worrying me in a sense. Like I understand we have to, we have to get back to it. Like our new normal. I just keep calling it a new normal. Cause it just, for me, that just makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> the new way of life. Um, I can understand. I see both sides of it. And I, I'm, I'm just having it like, so perfect example. I took actually last week off and I think it was a total of 10 days and I went out to camp and it just so happened that like friends of mine, like, I mean, two of my friends, like they're, they already, their families own that camp so they're they're there anyways but anyways long story short we took a group photo and I did not post I was worried about posting it like I had such bad anxiety about it and we are all still respecting it but I felt so guilty and I couldn't bring myself to post it and it was just uncomfortable for me and so I because I'm still worried about what other people are kind of doing I'm seeing a lot of people they're doing swimming parties people are all getting together they're having birthday parties I know that the groups have now been extended to 10 but I think that people are kind of forgetting that we still have to so like respect social distancing yeah um and that's like that's my fear um that that's kind of happened like I know everyone a lot of people are thinking about that second wave and that's where my mind's kind of going we have been very lucky knock on wood yeah there we go that we have had what in total 89 cases in our in our region yeah. like in, in, in like in our surrounding area yeah we are so beyond lucky um oh, absolutely you know and so that's just kind of like that's been going through my mind lately i'm just worried that because now the patios are opening up and people are you know going out and they're having drinks and they're having food and like i feel like it's just going to turn into a bigger situation and so it definitely does worry me um i was surprised that even malls were allowed to open so quickly i, I know that this reopening process i kind of knew figured the government was going to rush it wanting to kind of get the economy back but i still kind of mm-hmm. thought it was going to take a little bit longer i did expect the mall to take like the stores to to wait longer yeah. i i understood uh, yeah, personally, again, this is all my opinion and your opinions. <laughs> um, I understood the like storefront, like walk-up stores yeah. being open, like having the door, but the mall, I did kind of get a bit of a, a better insight. Um, first of all, 
I, I know the marketing manager from the mall and I think that she is absolutely amazing. She worked her butt off to organize everything. Like there are a lot of protocols and procedures that I actually ran through last night with like a, like a mutual friend of hers. So, and I'm seeing everything that she's doing. So I just want to give a shout out to Intercity for everything that they actually are doing. I know that I also found out last night. So the mall has shortened hours. So I believe it's 11 to seven right now and then 11 to five on the weekends. But if it's completely dead, which it has been, so that's also what I got, I know, or I got, um, I was told, sorry, that it hasn't actually been busy, which is a good thing Ooh. in a sense, probably not for the stores, but some stores, everyone is at their own hours right now. So I think a lot of people that are coming to maybe shop at the mall and it's expecting the stores to be open till seven, some are actually closing up. Cause it, it's just, they're not all, not all their staff is back to work yet. I think a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah. So they're shorthanded. And if they don't, if it's dead, they need to save money and cut costs in certain areas and they can't just pay out their staff to stand there. Right. Yeah. So I think, so yeah, she was kind of talking to me about how st- certain stores will like close up early and stuff. And I'm all for that right now. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Everyone just needs to do you <laughs> like, if that's, if that's what, like, what's going to be better. Um, you know, but I was, I, I still was shocked when I, when I heard the mall was opening up that, that, that did throw me for a loop, but I mean, I it's guess, so did the of, you know, trying to get back some of our life before trying to get back some of those freedoms, but making sure it's not too soon and it's not done too fast that like mm-hmm. you said, the second wave comes and hits hard. Mm-hmm. So obviously we have like our protocols and procedures and stuff like that. Like we have like our new normal at Kelly mental health, like I mentioned. Um, But what, what kind of advice can you give to someone who has like those fears and anxieties, you know, about just like the, like the, just the general stuff, you know, coming and going out into public, come, if they have kids at home, like what's something that you can recommend to um, some people that are kind of struggling um, right now um, with returning to work? Um, my biggest thing is do what's comfortable for you. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you don't have to wear a mask, but that's what makes you comfortable, then wear a mask. If you want to try and keep even more of a social distancing, make sure you tell that to your coworkers. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you're speaking up for what you need and for what you feel comfortable with. Because everybody is kind of guessing on how to reopen right now. We have all like the standard guidelines of what we can do best, but that might not work for everybody. Some people may need more protections to feel safe. Yeah. I mean, that's okay. You know, we were talking about in one of our meetings, you know, how to best return to work. And one of our therapists mentioned having these tabletop plexiglass things. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. That's yeah. I forgot about the tabletop pl- plexiglasses that we have. Yeah. So, you know, if you can't wear a mask, if the client can't wear a mask, but you guys both feel that you need more protection, you know, have options like that. And I think mm-hmm. it's really good for employers to be open to those suggestions, you know, asking the employees, what do you need to feel safe? I think you made a really good point, Kelly, by saying, you know, Um, the biggest thing that I took away from what you said is talking is communicating, right? If you are uncomfortable with something right now, or you do have those fears, I guarantee you, your coworkers probably have the same fears and, or your, even your boss. I think as long as everyone is just 
being honest and openly communicating, I think it's going to change a lot of things right now. Because I even for myself, I've worked in for organizations in my past. And I was so, you know, almost scared or shy to talk about those types of fears or whatever the case may be, you know, even if I was over, uh, if I was being overworked or I was overtired, I never wanted to bring that up as a topic of conversation. Maybe you were, I was, I, I, to me, I was just scared to show like that weakness almost. Absolutely. And I think right now, like, it's a really good point to bring up because some people, you know, we have we all are strong in our own ways, but I mean, right now, the fear of the unknown, we don't know what this new normal looks like. This is all new territory. So we're all trying to kind of skate by and walk on, and we're all kind of walking on eggshells, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that communication key is definitely going to be, or that communication piece is definitely going to be key right now. Um, just cause it's just so who knows, right? Absolutely. And I mean, a lot of employers, if you ask for something to make you feel safe, a lot of them aren't going to attack you for that. I mean, that's a valid conversation to be having. Mm-hmm. Those are valid requests. Yeah. When, when Linda and um, our office manager, Amanda, they, they kind of came to everyone actually and put it to our general kind of group. Cause we have a, a program that we use. So I remember that. And I think we had a zoom call about it too. And we all talked about it and like, what can, she just opened the floor. What would make you feel safe? Like, like upon returning to work, what could we do to make sure that like, you feel safe on a day-to-day basis? Um, and I think that that was really cool. Like I, I, and I love Linda for that, that she really does care and like respect how everyone's feeling. And if, you know, some of us are having off days or we have really bad anxiety or like we're all human. And I think that that's something that I do have so much respect for her because she just, she knows that we're human. She's even human. <laughs> like, yeah. I well, think people I forget sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And everybody's comfort level is different with going back to work right now. Yes. Some yeah. People some people are all bored and others have a lot of anxiety. Others have some anxieties here and there. Mm-hmm. So really there is no right or wrong way to feel right now. It's just knowing how you feel. And doing what you need to do to help ease those fears and anxieties as much as you can. So that mm. you feel safe and protected. Absolutely. I totally forgot that we had those um those shields in in those in that desk like mm-hmm. or that I think that that's really cool. I don't know if any other counseling um places uh, did did purchase that but i think that that's we're going to be posting photos so you guys will be able to see what they look like and i think it's so helpful because even if that person is really struggling and they can't wear that mask at least you know the counselor and the client is still like the therapist sorry and the and the uh, client is still protected so i think that that's really helpful and it's hard to do therapy when you're wearing a mask sometimes you know if you're getting into trauma and you're crying and processing everything. I couldn't even imagine having a mask on trying to do that when you're already crying and snotty from, you know, letting out all of your emotions. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, when I got tested, like we talked about it on a previous episode, I actually got tested for COVID. And I'll tell you, it was one of the scariest traumatic things I've ever been through. And I'll tell you, my mask was like, I was soaked. Like, it was literally just like, I had snot and tears all over my mask. Like, I was, and, and that was just from getting tested. Like, I was just, uh, the fear and my anxiety was so bad. I just started bawling. Yeah. So I couldn't imagine coming and sitting in, into, you know, 
an emotional counseling session and I'm trying to talk about everything I'm going through. I've been trying to talk about my traumatic event, (laughs) you know, going to get tested and I'm re-blubbering and I'm like, just, it's just a snotty mess. So it's difficult. I think like everyone, I I know the mask thing is, it's like one of the biggest debates of the year. It seems like (laughs) I, um, I went to Dollarama and I just ran in there quick and obviously they have like the floor signs and stuff like that. Um, you know, there was no one down the aisle. I was going down. I waited till someone, um, like the woman came out, she had her cart and everything. I respected social distancing. I waited till she came out. It was at the very end of the aisle. So I didn't want to walk all the way around. Yeah. And it was funny though, cause I, I even had my mask, but I went to put my hand in the aisle just to grab the one item. And I can, I heard her from the next aisle over and she was like, you're not respecting this. You didn't follow the order and this and that. And I was like, Oh boy. And I felt so guilty. And I still feel like that. Like it was just a small move on my part. And yes, I shouldn't have taken the easy way out again. I didn't go into a full aisle filled with people, but I'm noticing that people are very sensitive when you know you're out and about and you're shopping right now um so what I kind of mentioned before is that I actually ask people now because sometimes you do have to walk past them and so I've been asking people do you mind if I walk past you and I feel like that's actually been really helping people to kind of get uh I think it's just a it's just a respect thing yeah you never know what they're kind of going through right so that's kind of what I've been doing and it seems to be working but I mean, even still, when I go out, some people have masks, some people don't. So yeah. it's, it's difficult. Um, I'm glad it's not mandatory. Um, that's my own opinion. Because like I said, yeah. I have difficulty wearing them sometimes. Absolutely. So do I. Mm-hmm. I mean, I find it acts up my guidance sometimes. And that is from, you know, like a little bit of a trigger warning. But it's from a past trauma I had where I was being choked. Mm-hmm. So having wow. the sensation of not being able to breathe can be triggering sometimes. I wouldn't even thought of something like that. So yeah, it, it uh, wow, that, that is, that must be very difficult for you to, uh, to wear a mask then for sure. Depends on the day. And I yeah. <laughs> one, so that kind of helps, but <laughs> yeah, I, I, th- that is fair. You know what? I, I feel like every day is different. Like I started the week and I was kind of like, mm, like, I don't know how this week's going to go. And now I'm feeling a lot better. Like, I think everything's just in waves right now. Just with like, I think everything, I think it's just still because we have the fear of the unknown. Right. Absolutely. And so. I day to day, what you're going through, your mood, it's always going to change. Mm-hmm. So you may react to things differently one day than you will the next. Exactly. Yeah. You make a really good point. Well, I think for final thought, um, that definitely, obviously, like Kelly mentioned, um, the number one thing to obviously do right now is to communicate with your bosses, your managers, your coworkers, your team. You guys are a team for a reason. I, I, I call you guys my work family. I spend more time with you guys and talking to you guys through like, you know, throughout the day than my actual family sometimes. So, I mean, everyone probably feels the same way as you guys do right now. So obviously communication is key. Is there anything else, Kelly, that you want to mention um, that maybe we didn't mention? Um, like maybe a helpful, like another helpful tip or anything to wrap up with? Receiving the communication. You know, when people are talking to you about what they need to feel safe, just be kind, be non-judgmental. Mm-hmm. Understand that this is what they need. Cool. 
they don't need to be judged for it. They don't need to be kind of scrutinized or anything like that. Just, okay, this is what you need. This is what we'll do to help you feel safe. This is what I can do to help you. And I think that goes a long way with helping people have that comfort to speak up to if they know that it is going to be take, taken in a good way and not kind of used against them. Yeah, I agree, actually, that you make a really good point. And I think that, yeah, the biggest thing, too, is be kind. Yeah. <laughs> I put that in our post and because, obviously, like I said, um, Kelly Mental Health, we do have new protocols and procedures. It's going to be busy. We have a lot of new clients. It is very busy for us right now. So our return to work, um, anyone's return to work right now, it's just, it's just busy. So please just remember to be kind to everyone. Um, as always, you know, just try your best. Everyone, we never know what each other is kind of going through, right? So just try to be as polite as possible. So, all right. Well, Kelly, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy, busy, busy schedule. (laughs) Of course, anytime. You're always welcome uh, on the Kelly Mental Health Podcast. Um, As always, guys, um, you can find us through Anchor. Um, We have the link on our Facebook page. You can find us on Spotify. We will be on Apple iTunes uh, soon, which is super exciting. Um, So as soon as that happens, we'll definitely share that information with you guys. Again, we have new protocols and procedures, so make sure that you are checking out our social media accounts, our Facebook, our Instagram, and we look forward to seeing all your lovely faces again. Um, I can honestly, I think, say that for everyone. We are excited. So be safe, be healthy, and be kind. Until next time, we will see you guys again.